0: Alright, so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Luke, as has already been said a couple times, Uh, and I'm going to be sharing a bit of my faith journey with you guys today. Uh, So I grew up in a Christian home, Uh, I went to church every Sunday, went to Sunday school, learned all my Bible verses, did everything the way you were supposed to, and it appeared from the outside as though I was your typical Christian. Uh, I've always believed in God, but I never felt like I had a faith of my own. Uh, I adopted my parents' faith, uh, and I used to always hear people's testimonies about amazing life-changing experiences, and hearing the voice of God, and how they lived in darkness, and when they were at their lowest, God revealed himself to them, and they had such a stronger faith because of it. Uh, So about a year after high school, uh, I kind of turned away from the life I had been living previous to that i started to rebel uh and ignored everything i learned from my parents and and from the bible and and ever everyone around me that had taught me what to do and what i knew was right Uh, and i turned to a life of like partying sex drugs alcohol lying sinning without a care in the world uh and i lived that way for about three years Uh, i'm not gonna lie and say that i didn't have fun I fell in love with the ways of the world, and I loved to sin, but everything was meaningless. I tried not to think about tough questions like what the point of life is or where I would go after I died. First Timothy one verse fifteen says, "Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance: Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst." And I literally feel that way. I feel like I. I have sinned so much, and I, I turned away from what I knew was right, and, and I, I, I feel like I, I am one of the worst sinners, or was. <laughs> so this past summer of 2018 was the start of my faith journey. Uh, God had started to tug on my heart for the past couple months before this, uh, but the pinnacle turning point was uh, when my best friend Josh had recently gone through a breakup. Uh, he decided to turn his life around and decided to give his 100% to following Jesus, Uh, Now, Josh and I have been best friends for about three years. Uh, We're super similar. We used to party together, actually, and sin together. And we were best friends back when we were not living for God. But now that we're both living for God, we're so much stronger because of the common interest in pursuing a relationship with our creator. Uh, I admired how he turned his sinful ways around, and it was so encouraging to see what Jesus had done and continues to do in Josh's life. And I knew that I needed that in my life. I could see how happy he was even though he was going through such a tough time. I'd been working Sunday mornings for the past couple years, so I hadn't made it to church in a very long time. I managed to be free one Sunday in the summer and went to my parents' church where I heard the song Reckless Love for the first time. Uh, When I heard the second verse, I started crying. Uh, The lyrics say, when I was your foe, still your love fought for me. You have been so, so good to me. When I felt no worth, you paid it all for me. You have been so, so kind to me. And by the bridge, I was a complete bawling baby. <laughs> Those lyrics say, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. And I literally, I could feel it. I, I, I could feel God just tugging on my heart. And it, it was just such an amazing feeling to, to know that when I was God's foe, when I was turning away from him, and and doing all this these sinful sinful things and and causing others to stumble, that God was still pursuing me and I could feel that and and it was, it was a tough thought for sure. It's it's not an easy thing to know that that even after the mess that I've caused and everything like that, that God would still come after me and still want me. Uh, so a little side note about uh, the song Reckless Love. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy with that song because. God is perfect and therefore cannot be reckless, Uh, but I believe from a human perspective for God to fully know us and every deep dark secret and sin and still love us unconditionally sounds pretty reckless to me. Uh, I know I sure don't deserve God's love after all the times I spit in his face and joined in with the crowd shouting crucify him. Anyways, it took me a little while to fully commit to living for God. There was about a month between Josh's decision and my decision where God was preparing me and using Josh and others to encourage me. I knew that I wanted it and it felt right, but I was not willing to give up certain sin that I was struggling with. I wanted to give my 100%, but at the time I was living with my girlfriend at the time and I knew that in order to give my 100%, I would need to figure out different living arrangements. This became a huge argument as we had went from a married life without commitment and suddenly now I was taking a step back away all this progress It felt like a step back, but I knew that in order to move forward, uh, sometimes you need to take that step back. That night where I finally decided to give my all to following God, uh, we had been in a huge argument because I told her that I needed to do this, and it was going to cause that step back, and there was a little bit of a tug back from that. And she said uh, that the timing was all wrong, and and why am I choosing right now, and that it, it was just not not her, her timing or, or my timing in the right time to do this. And I, I said back to her that I couldn't wait any longer and that I didn't pick the timing. God was calling me back home. And so I remember sitting out in the cold that night in the middle of the night alone, looking up at the stars, bawling my eyes out, feeling so defeated. And I asked God, why are you making this so difficult? You promised to make things easy when we follow you. And I heard a voice as clear as day tell me, I did not promise to make things easy, but I promised to be with you through all of it. And I felt a warmth come over me and such comfort and a burden come off of my shoulders. And I knew that in that moment, that was when I needed to give it all. So I said, okay, God, I trust you. Use me as your servant. I want to give my 100%. Romans 8, verse 38 to 39 says, For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Looking back on those three years, I had so many regrets. And I remember my dad comforting me after I told him about my regrets, and he told me to give them all to God, and I realize now I cannot change the past, and God put me through these situations for a reason. My mom recently sent me a quote by C.S. Lewis that reads, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. And that really hit me. And back to what I said about wishing for a life-changing experience, I originally said, wow, guess you get what you wish for. <laughs> and I, I kind of uh, not, not regretted that, but, uh, but definitely... Uh, now, now I've given that to God, and, and I realized that those past three years, uh, I needed that to prepare me. Uh, and and because, of, because of all that, uh, I have so much more wisdom and knowledge, and I'm so much stronger of a Christian now because of what I have gone through. And so even though I do have some regrets, such as the time away from God that I had, and... Um, me possibly causing others to stumble. I know that before I was living as a lukewarm Christian, adopted faith, just trying to do what was right and and not actually having a personal relationship with God. And so now I, I feel like such a stronger Christian because of what I've been through. And, and I know that I've lived that life. So... Why would I choose to go back when I know how much greater it is now? Uh, and I mean, things don't magically become easy, and I still struggle with sin every single day. But whenever I'm feeling down, depressed, lonely, worthless, and all those other dark thoughts that we don't deserve to be loved by God, I'm always comforted knowing that no matter what, God is that no matter what, God is with us, and He will seek us out wherever we are. No matter how far away we stray or how bad we mess up. And I mess up a lot. (laughs) Before I wrap this up, I want a couple people to stand up. Uh, I want my parents to stand up. (laughs) And I want Peter to stand up. And I want Kai to stand up. Uh, So without these people in my life, I would not be where I am today. They have encouraged me and helped me so much along the way. And I know they pray for me every single day. I love them with all my heart, and I want to thank them for being there with me and being there for me. And there are some other people, of course, and if I didn't call your name, uh, that's not because you haven't helped me along the way as well, but a couple pinnacle people. uh, Josh as well. (laughs) Looking in the camera there in case he watches this later. Uh, But yeah, I, I really want to thank you guys for being there for me and praying for me along the way, along those three years. I know I didn't make things easy, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, God is good. And all the time,
1: God is good.
0: All right, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you.